Hey guys, it's Alana and welcome back for another episode of Seeing Other People. This is a little bit of a different kind of episode today. I'm a little nervous right now. I'm kind of terrified because I'm sitting across the table from my best friend for basically like my whole life, maybe like realistically like fourth grade, fourth grade, fourth grade, but it feels like our whole lives. Yes, definitely does. And you guys are always asking me questions about, you know, my obviously dating life and my past dating experiences. And while I do answer a lot of those to the best of my ability, you know, sometimes we look at things differently about ourselves and the way other people who saw them did similarly to how when we're in a situation or in like a honeymoon phase or really obsessing over somebody that we met, like we have those rose colored glasses and goggles on and we can't see things that our friends can. And so the idea came to me that while you guys were asking these questions, I'm like, wait a second, maybe I can have somebody else help me answer them. So Christina is here. There are a few people in the world who know me as well as Christina does and who have been there through all of the ups and the downs. All the phases. So many. So we're going to do this. We have a ton of questions that you guys sent in. Thank you for sending those in. If you didn't, make sure you're following along at seeing other people on Instagram so you don't miss the next Q&A or opportunity to drop a question for an episode. How are you feeling about this, Christina? I'm excited. For me, this is fun. I just could spill everything on you from fourth grade to now. That's it's fun for me. No pressure here. Yeah, I'm fucking terrified. <laughs> <laughs> I have all of it from elementary school, Lana, middle school, Lana, high school, Lana, college, Lana. Oh, my God. All of the Alanas. All right. Let's start with this question. Who was her first crush? I'm wondering what your answer is going to be versus my answer. That's going to be funny for some of this. So, but besides, besides the Jonas brother. Yeah, there's questions about that too. We'll get to that. Oh, okay. Don't you worry. Um, um, boy genius. Yeah, we're not school. giving them names. We're giving them nicknames. You guys don't worry. <laughs> um, yeah, that was middle school. He was a year younger and smartest person. I one of the smartest people. I've ever met still. Quite literally a boy genius. Yeah. And a man genius now. Yeah, currently very. Yeah. But um that's like that comes up first for me, I would say, in terms of your like like real, real like crush. Yeah. I agree. So I had I definitely had a crush on Boy Genius for a very long time. We were in the same tennis group. So we like played tennis weekly together. It was either once or twice a week. And so I would like look forward to that. And we would be like this is before we even knew what flirting was. Yeah. And I remember, oh my God. Did you ever time, know what flirting was? <laughs> I remember I had this book from Limited 2 where you could like rank your friends based on things. And one of the categories was like flirt and you had to give them a score from one to 10. I didn't know what it meant. So I'm like, I was here like rating your flirt level. Like <laughs> Great. I literally didn't know what flirting meant. And then here I am in fifth grade, like ranking people's flirting in Weird. this book of my friends. It was so bizarre. But yes, didn't know what flirting was, but we would go to tennis every week and like flirt with each other. And then like we'd go home and talk on AIM. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was definitely a cougar. He was a year younger than me. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that trend goes on too. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, but I definitely had a crush on him for like two years before anything ever happened. And yeah, like pre-middle pre school. Yeah, exactly. And then... We did end up dating. He asked me out at my friend Jessica's bat mitzvah on November 3rd. 
2006, maybe. Um, and it was the biggest deal in the world in, in my mind. Um, and yeah, he wasn't my first kiss, but he was my first makeout in Jesse's no, in the, in the town, in town, in town, in town, oh, it, it was at the folder. No. no, it would happen in the alley in town between the bot and town that. Alley. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my God. You guys, it was so bad. It was horrible. Was it was it? both of our first makeouts. It was literally, we were just like pushing each other's tongues back and forth. Oh my God. It was disgusting. Wait, now I have the whole picture because I couldn't think of the alley right now. It was so funny. That's such a funny thing. Yeah. And then our second makeout was in Jesse's closet in our house. Oh my God. Um, well, yeah, that was my first crush and my first boyfriend. Yeah. Cause I mean, I know, yeah, like you had a kiss at camp, but that was like. No, my first kiss was with a camp friend at Sophia's bat mitzvah afterwards. Wow. Oh, really? The bat mitzvah was really just bat like kicking off my love life. So much happened there. But uh, I think there was a boyfriend before him, actually, in sixth grade, tennis player. And oh, this was so funny, you guys. This guy. We were in the same like homeroom class and our lockers were like three away from each other. We would not speak in person. We would such a middle school class. Literally, the only interaction we would have in person is at our lockers at the end of the day, like talk to you on AIM. Yeah. And then you would have the entire relationship yeah. on the computer. Yeah. And we would talk all night long on AIM, but then say nothing to each other in person. I remember like Valentine's Day, we threw presents into each other's lockers so and then weird. said like, you'll be on AIM later. Like, yeah, I'll be on after tennis. That was sixth grade. That was sixth grade. And then Boy and Genius was... Boy Genius was... Seven. No, it... I think it was actually eighth grade. Eighth because yeah. he... Yeah, because that, that bot met so someone a year younger than us. Yeah. And by the way, it wasn't super common for people to date out of their grade at that point. Oh my God, not at all. I definitely got made fun of for it. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Like also by like, like friends and not friends. Yeah. Yeah. Like other, yeah. other people. But the heart wants what it wants. Yeah. And I mean, he's, he was always great. Like he's still, still great. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like, it was actually one of your not most questionable crushes. That's almost true, except it's not because two weeks after we, it's all coming back to oh, you guys. Oh, right, right, right. Two weeks after we he asked me out and we like kissed twice and whatever. Um, I was getting nervous that like, what if it doesn't go well? Like I like him so much. Like I don't want to mess up our friendship. And so I like told him that and like kind of tried to like end things. But then I immediately regretted it and told my friend, let's call her Nikki told Nikki who was on the bus, same bus as him. Um, mm, Nikki, like I regret breaking too. up with genius boy. Like, can you tell him that like, I still want to be with him? Cause you know, we didn't have the balls to like say things to each other's face. I did it through a friend and she said, of course, like I'm here for you. Don't worry. And then Nikki went on this goddamn bus after school and told this boy that she liked him and wanted to oh be with him. Oh my God. I didn't even realize that she, that you told her that I knew that she did that. And this started like a year long thing of like, who is he with? Is it me? Is it her? And you guys, I think I've told this story. This is the story of the guy who cheated on me while I was on the phone with him. He put me in his pocket <laughs> and kissed her and oh then took me God. out of his pocket and said, I just kissed Nicole. 
how did we allow these things back then? Imagine my 12-year-old heart shattering. That's devastating. <laughs> That's devastating, genuinely. But you stayed friends. With her or with him? With him. Yeah, because I wanted to be with him. I didn't care how much he hurt me. Mm, yeah, that, that tracks. Yeah. That kinda, tracks. Bad pattern. Bad pattern. Um, never, yeah, definitely did not stand up for myself and... It definitely did not like just end there, but we're going to end the story there. I'd say. I mean, what happens later is funny. Yeah, you can go for it. <laughs> so stayed friends. Um, I became friendly with him through you. We're in high school at this point. Um, then he is into my sister, Alana's honorary sister so that's that was that was interesting and she ended up dating him that yeah. was ended up being my sister's first like very serious relationship very serious relationship and she was a, a sophomore and he was a senior and it all so now we joke we're like haha like my sister Alicia. And I mean, your Alana sister and I have a history of liking the same. The guys. same guy. Very bizarre. We have a four-year age difference. Yeah, three. Three. We should bring her on the podcast. That would be funny. She needs to come on. Yeah. It'll happen. Alicia, yeah. No. But Alicia and Alana, like you, you guys are different. But we're very different. But I don't know what your taste was just the same. <laughs> like there are so there are a couple overlaps. Yeah. All right. We have a fun question here. Did having older brothers impact her dating life in high school? <laughs> um, I think. Well, I, I think of Brian because that's two, two years older. Right. Mm -hmm. And all of his friends would like call you that nickname that I'm not going to say. I, my nickname was Fermi. We don't talk about why. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't mean me anything. There are so many theories about it. It, it literally means nothing. I don't think it, I don't think it affected it. I think it just, you know, you, you knew these like older guys that, well, I guess it did, it did create like a, a quote unquote, like off limits for like anyone in yeah. Brian's year, because then it's like, you're the little sister. I was, and always have been off limits to his friends, um, which is very opposite of how the, the situation has gone with him. The other way friends. around is wildly different. Yeah. And I've, I've straight up in the past, like asked him to set me up with people and it's been like an automatic no. Like, he's like, I don't trust them with you. Or, um, there have been guys who he's friends with that I actually have like really had feelings for. Some of them who I, I actually think are like, like I get it when it's like a guy that he's yeah. like, no, but like ni nicer ones. Yeah. That's, that's hard. I, I did make out with one of them eventually. And I, to this day, he doesn't know. Right. He shouldn't. But no, I, I, I guess it did. It did later. I would say like in high school. No, later when you're not really like his little sister yeah. anymore. And like you have your own identity. It just like creates this. And to be honest, her brother had a lot of hot friends. So, so, ma all, so many hot all friends. Of his friends were hot. They were so hot. And, like, eligible and single and smart. Yeah, we would like be at her house and they would be. And it was just like, why are all Always. of his friends like. Always really? high school friends, college friends. Yeah, he always had. College, why couldn't he get friends, some like like ugly, ugly friends, friends? Not like, smart friends. I don't know. Would have been nice. Yeah. So I guess in that way, yeah. But I I don't think you know he wasn't someone that like if there was someone our year or whatever if it wasn't one of his friends he he wasn't gonna like I don't know 
be some intimidating older brother in that way. Yeah. It, it was never like my, the guys I liked or would bring home. It's not like they were afraid to meet him. No, or like no. He, they had to pass his test. Like, no, he like, give a shit. yeah, he was and, very and like, whatever. With Andrew, and, and Andrew's four years older than me. So we didn't overlap in school at all. So like, we've never had any of that, like, I get like our lives impacting the others. Yeah, no, I don't. So I I think no. And also like, I think it's important. Like you are, you became so much closer with Brian later. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it was different later in high school. (laughs) It was, it was just, you know, he was like the older brother. Yeah. But not like in that really protect overprotective crazy way. Like no one that you liked that you brought home, he would have just been indifferent, like whatever, as long as it wasn't one of his friends. Yeah. Yeah. Next question. Was her Jonas obsession a turnoff for boys? <laughs> okay. Um probably. Probably, yeah. I mean, look, like it was a, it was a lot. I mean, I was I was a big Jonas Brothers fan too. I I think you know, some people probably didn't even know the extent. Like our, when we would remember like your room. Yeah, do do you guys listening like I don't know if you know the extent. I'll post the picture of it on the story, but when I say every inch of my room was covered in posters, I mean every inch. There was no wall showing the at ceiling all. The ceiling. As well. And my bedding was Camp Rock bedding. Like it, it was, was entirely everywhere. Jonas. It, admittedly so fucking creepy so scary so (laughs) scary and then i remember when your mom when you like took it down your mom made us like take off all of the like sticky tack from the ceiling yeah and it took us forever it was but i mean yeah no it was a lot and i was like you know me and like our other friend like we were i think i was probably like the quietest about it of the three of us but people in school did know. They probably didn't know all know like the extent. But yeah, there were people, of course, who like made fun of it and whatever. And then of course, you know, when when Alana ended up years later, like working in the music industry and being like a Nick Jonas ambassador, then they and like being in more close proximity, then those people seem to have a, a different tune to the whole thing. But no, I mean people weren't always super nice about it. But oh, I also definitely got bullied for it. Yeah. I mean, and, and- I think middle school more so. I feel like yeah, sitting in that eighth grade class, I have like memories of people. Who yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of specific, like, yeah, yeah, specific people that. And I also have specific memories of like a yellow spider floating above my head in that class. But <laughs> we don't need to talk about that trauma. Literally. Oh my god! No, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, it was a lot. Like anyone who knows that like fan girl thing is like. Yeah, it can it can be intense. And also just like young guys, middle school guys like look for anything to make fun of with girls anyway, even the ones who are their friends. And, you know, we did have people who weren't nice. I don't think I would say that it affected it like in high school, though, because I feel like, you know, you find balance and like what you're a fan of and, and then like your outside identity. I don't think I don't remember it being like a thing. I don't think so either. And, and I think at the end of the day, like I. I'm so glad that I had that phase and obviously it continued for a really long time. And like, I'm literally flying to Vegas in a few weeks to go to two concerts of theirs, but I don't think it ever, look, if it ever made somebody not want to date me, then that's literally not a person I want to be with. And fast forward. And that's the reason Jake and I connected on Hinge because of a prompt I had 
about the Jonas Brothers. Brothers. That's so true. It was his idea for us to go to Vegas in a few weeks and go see two concerts back to back. So, And I do want to say for anyone who just like listens and thinks like Alana just like holds Jake hostage and forces him into these situations. (laughs) I went to a Jonas Brothers concert with him. Nobody is forcing Jake. He's genuinely enjoying it. No, literally. He found out about this Vegas show before me and he was like, we need to go. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, we should do two shows instead of one. I'm like, Okay. I'm like, this is crazy. I know. It, it, it's so funny how that worked out. No, I mean, I think it's funny because I assumed when he like said that line on Hinge, like, I think I probably said this later. Like, I thought he was just like trying to like, Make you know, use a line. Yeah. And then after your first date, I'd have to like go back and find the text. But I know you said like, wait, he actually likes the Jonas Brothers. Is this a red flag? I saw the <laughs> That's like the first text the other day. I went back through because there's this whole trend on TikTok right now of people posting their texts to their friends after their first date with the person they ended up marrying. And I was like so curious to see what my texts were. So I found them and I have a text sent to you saying we listened to Jonas the entire night. This was after a second date. His, he said his friends were going to laugh because Sushi, Margs and Jonas Brothers are what they would define as his perfect date night. <laughs> Wait, that's so funny. And I remember that was like your biggest, like, I I don't know. She didn't come away from that date. Like, like, I don't know. You weren't like, you didn't really say much, but you were like, oh, he actually likes Jonas. Should I I be concerned? Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I I have terrible gaydar, but like that could be a sign. (laughs) And if you haven't listened to her recording with Jordan, which shows... Alana's gaydar. I have terrible gaydar, Um, but it's true. Yeah, no, but Jake genuinely did. And it's funny, full circle, made fun of and... Very. But also, like, come on, like, you see that in every generation of people. I mean, going back to probably, like, Frank Sinatra fangirls, (laughs) like, like David Bowie and then, like... Elvis. Elvis. Yeah, yeah. You guys have to watch the Elvis movie. Watch the Elvis movie. Oh, my God. And then, highly recommend the experience of watching... The movie Super Pets After. That is what Jake and I did. And it was a phenomenal experience. It's a weird back to back. It was very weird. But Elvis movie is great and does show how early that like fangirl thing exists. So people have always been doing that. And I mean, honestly, I don't think like in high school, as far as I know, that was like a thing that turned people away. Was there a guy in Alana's past that you were rooting for, but things didn't work out? (laughs) Uh... I think, honestly, like, the only person that I I could say I, I felt that way with would be Jordan. Yeah. Paul. Um, and like, and uh, just keeping everyone up to speed, Jordan is the guy who I dated for about six months. Um, we started, like, going right into the pandemic. We had, like, seven or eight dates. Everything was great. We ended up in this, like, long-distance virtual COVID relationship. Um, and... This is the episode called um, I Helped My Ex Realize That He's Gay. Spoiler (laughs) alert. Um, Continue. Yeah. So I think because Jordan was very like, he genuinely was nice. I did meet him. That was right before things turned the other way. I I was rooting for him up until he kind of like, yeah, he he like disappeared. And then obviously like that whole, that episode really shows how... That sometimes happened. it's not about and you sometimes yeah it's really not about you um but he was really the only one that I was like oh okay like you know this didn't work out but but it wasn't like oh he was full of these red flags that were yeah you know I think there were other guys where 
I mean, Alana knows this. There were guys where from the beginning I was like, no, what, like what, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> A few of those. Um, so I would say he was the only one where, you know, it didn't work out as it shouldn't have. But, um, I don't know. I don't really think there's one where I was like, oh, I, I could have seen that really like playing out. Yeah. What were some of the biggest dating mistakes Alana made when she was younger? When I was younger, let's be honest. I'm not, I'm not no. old, you guys. No, relax, I mean, I think, relax. I think, you know, those mistakes I think carry like with us, we learn yeah. things, but I think the biggest one would be, and that's my favorite thing I think about like your relationship with Jake is like balance. I think like growing up and, you know, just like we were, we were like girls in this town that was very, you know, competitive and kind of like a lot of attractive people and like judgmental and like, you know, just any kind of suburban town where you're comparing yourself to other people. And I think like the validation of guys was one way that, you know, a lot of young girls like feel or just validation of other people. But um, I think sometimes you would really get lost in in the person and become like, like kind of codependent, and and then, you know, the, things would really revolve around them and what you, you know, like us hanging out or hanging out with friends. Those things would like go on the back burner a little bit, and you'd be really like really invested in those relationships or or the person. But I think that's part of then what like helped show you when you met someone where it was really healthy because you didn't feel like you needed to lose parts of yourself to be with them. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think part of it was this idea of like, I wanted to be with somebody so badly yeah. that I felt like I was only like in control of things when I was actually with them. And then I think with certain people, like the guy in the band, um, for anyone who knows that story, like I did have like gut feelings that he was like with other people. And so I wanted to spend all of my time with him because the only time I was confident that he was not with another girl was when he was with me. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, yeah, the, the, your ability to control things is of course best when you are with them. And I think, you know, we don't think about it that way at the time, but when either we're insecure about ourselves or the relationship that's when we kind of feel the need to like double down on it mm -hmm. because some part of you is afraid it's just going to disappear. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think I could think that like even through different crushes in high school and maybe like early high school relationships, that makes a little more sense. Cause you're like, it's your first one. And you know, you're really all in on the person first love kind of thing. But I think that, yeah, I mean that, that would kind of be the main thing is just like losing yourself in them. But I also feel like that's what, like knowing that, that 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 was different with Jake is like one of the main things for me, like as a friend that made me feel like this was a different relationship because it, it felt secure to you even when you weren't with him. Yeah. The whole time it's felt different. Yeah. Yeah. It's honestly like from an outside perspective and just really different in yeah. the best way. Mm. I agree. Aww. Okay. This is a weird one. When you check out a guy, do you glance at the package? I guess this is for both of us. Literally <laughs> no, never, never. The thought has never crossed my mind. Never crossed my mind either. 
Like literally, look, I mean, I, I can't speak for all women out there. I'm sure some do. Actually, I remember back, you know, if you want to go back to the Jonas Brothers days, there would be girls yes. who would like zoom in. And I was just like, honestly, like, no, I know there's also the thing with guys wearing gray sweatpants. I don't get it. But like, maybe I, I also think guys look hot in gray sweatpants, but it's not because I'm staring at that. I don't feel like you can tell as that. And I'm just not, I'm I, not. There's I so much about a guy that, yeah, that's not, that's like, not it. I've never thought, even if I'm into someone, I've never tried to like no. gauge anything. No, if I'm into someone, there's a million things. I Like, that's just not what I'm going to be staring at while they're wearing clothes. Like, yeah. Or, or, or well, yeah. I just, I just mean like, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at like your face, your smile, your eyes, yeah. maybe your arms. I don't know. But, right. and like, other, there are, know. there's like a list of like, things. Sure. Anything else actually. And I don't think like I, or at least like a lot of the people that we know, I, I, I haven't been around people where they're like, oh my God, look at, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there are people where it is, or I think people point out if, it, if someone's wearing like such tight pants, that it's just like super pronounced and you're like, um, okay. <laughs> but it's not in like a, oh, that's so like hot way. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't, I just don't think of that. Well, now that we settled that, does Alana take rejection? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I oh. knew that was going to get a laugh. <laughs> I, I wonder if they were joking. <laughs> um, Hey, no, no although I will like, just to clarify like what that means, I think, you know, some people respond to rejection in different ways. Uh, I know like there are people who respond by getting like angry and being like, oh, well, like F him, like I'm so much better. like, and, you know, try and play it off that way and like a faux confident mm-hmm. kind of thing. No, I, I don't think Alana takes rejection well, or at least didn't. And I don't think a lot of us do. I think that, again, that goes back to just like general, like we're human beings with insecurity. Alon and I would talk a lot about how sometimes we'd go on a date and we would be like, oh, I don't really think that, like, I, I just think, you know, that it wasn't there. Um, I don't necessarily want to go out with him again. But then when you get a text and they're like, yeah, I wasn't really feeling it for some reason that stings, even that kind of rejection when you didn't even want to go out again, like you weren't even into the person because for some reason it, it, I think, you know, she and I relate on this is it feels like person, like it feels personal. It's not, but it feels personal. It feels like a rejection of you as a person. And I think historically, like no, I don't think Alana took rejection well, but I also, I also don't think like, I don't want to give the impression that she took it like drastically bad. I think it really, when oh, it, I think I take it, rejection absolutely tragically. I think like with certain, certain people, people yeah. but I think things, the, the way things were laid out were already like really bad. problematic. Yeah. It, it wasn't the rejection. It was everything else. And then me having this fear of like losing this person and probably because I, like you just said, like made my entire life about them. Yeah, that that's why. Because yeah. like you gave everything, everything. Uh, every part of yourself, your even your interest shift, like who you were like shifted and yeah. morphed so that you could be like Guys, what I bought, they a, I bought a keyboard. She bought a keyboard. Bought a keyboard. Do you know how long I've been trying to <laughs> teach this girl like piano and like keyboard? I'm like... I like, bought I, a keyboard for a guy. And then, oh my God. I was Christina like. And he gets mad at me because I'll read. Like I would yes, read for I boys, but this. not for her. Yeah. So like. Um, now I actually do read. She does. Fun fact. I, I'm whatever. I, I like really like 
reading, always have. And like through high school, I would lend Alana a book. I lent her Looking for Alaska by John Green in high school. She just read it. I read it this year. And then a guy would be like, Alana, read this book. And she'd read it. And I'm like, "Mm, And I'd be like, are you proud of me? I'm reading. And I'm like, no, No. because you don't listen to me. (laughs) No, but yeah, this, that was like an instance of, yeah, like you really, so of course, if you do all of that and you're like shifting things, the rejection is like 10 times worse. Yeah. So yeah, no, in those situations, not well, but also I'd be curious to like find people out there who feel they do take it well and like what that looks like. I don't know. Um, I think everyone takes it differently. And I think that that's one thing that I want people to recognize or at least consider when, you know, maybe your friend is going through a breakup or got rejected by somebody and their reaction might be different than yours. Um, I have this one situation comes to mind. I had been going out with this guy probably for like two and a half months. And, you know, we were spending a lot of time together, meeting his each other's friends. I literally like met his parents. Um, and we had like this really great date night. And then the next morning he was like, I want to like be honest and let you know, like, I really do like you, but I just, I've been thinking a lot about it and I don't want a relationship Mm -hmm. and I feel horrible. Like, I can't, I can't not tell you that because I know that you do. And so we ended up like, we both like were like crying, like hugging, like saying goodbye for like an hour. And then he left. And my friend had a holiday brunch at her apartment with like five girls that day. And I was supposed to go. And I called her in hysterics. Like I literally was like hyperventilating. And I was like, I, I didn't even think I had to say that. Like I couldn't come. I was just like, right. I was, I was like, Bob just ended it with me. Yeah. And she was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, it's OK. We'll have a great day. Like, we'll get drunk. We'll do this. We'll do that. Like, put on a cute outfit. Come on over. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm like, like, no, that's I not can't, the way. I cannot move. Like, I am shaking. I'm not OK. And I was like, I love you, but I do not think there is a world in which I can come to yeah. another borough, not to mention. Oh my God. And do this. And she took it so personally, got so mad at me, went around to multiple of my friends saying how much I like prioritized like this over our friendship and her brunch. Like this was, it wasn't even, it wasn't her birthday. It was literally four girls just like having brunch in her apartment. And I wasn't even friends with her friends. I think what it is, honestly, and I, I do think this, and I, I, I try and like assess my own thought patterns when I'm like judgmental of how like other women specifically like handle these things. I think it shows us what we don't like in ourselves sometimes. Like if we see, you know, a friend of ours gets so upset over a guy that we're like, oh, well, you were only talking to him for X amount of time or you were only hanging out with him for this amount of time. It's because we don't like that trait in ourselves that like even if we don't show it in the same way, talking to someone or just hanging out with someone for that amount of time also means something to us. And that's something that we're like trying to reject in ourselves. So we get like almost angry with our friends for that too. And also maybe not in that situation, but you know, it sucks to see your friends like actually really distressed and upset, especially over someone where like you're in a place where you could see, okay, like he's not worth it. Or like you see their value in a way that that person didn't. So you really want to like speed up the process or change it for them. Um, but I also think sometimes it's, you know, 
looking in a mirror a little bit. And that's just like hard. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've never thought about that. And I think that's a really good point. And I don't know whether or not that was the case in this situation. I just think like we all react to things differently and you have to know what works for you is not going to be what works for somebody else. And like, yeah. I think the best thing you can do in any situation when your friend gets rejected is just remind them that you're there, keep showing up and asking them what they need. And, you know, I think there have been times between you and I where like we're going through something and it's just like, well, what can I do? Is there something I should be doing like more of or less of? And it's like, just keep showing up. Yeah, no. And that's literally, I, I think the thing is just like really prioritizing what they need and what you, not what you think they need or yeah. want to give them. There are going to be people where it's like, that night they want to like get drunk and go out or they want to get right back on the dating apps. But you also have to respect that there are going to be people who don't feel ready for that for a long time and not pushing the way that you would move on from something onto someone. Yeah, exactly. Next question. How many people overall do you think Alana met in person from dating apps? I've given up on them. <laughs> so I will say Alana might've met up with among like people I know, like probably the most, but I think just to clarify that was from, especially when you were working at hinge, putting a lot of time into those conversations and being open to just going on a lot of different dates. There was a time, especially like at, right after COVID or around that, where you went on a lot of dates where like my head was spinning at how many I was like, I, I just could never, but yeah, you, you met up with a lot of people. And ultimately, I mean, that did, that did lead to Jake. Right. So that does work. And to whoever asked that question, I mean, like, I feel you, <laughs> I'm Alana and I are in really different situations right now in terms of relationships. Like I could not be more single and also feeling like hopeless about the dating apps. I, you know, I try and like go on and at least go through X number of profiles so that I feel like I'm trying. And I definitely don't go on as many dates because it's just sometimes hard to even like find matches, which is kind of a self-esteem killer. But, um, I do think that, you know, you, you know, and of course that was an intersection of your work and your personal life. So that's like a unique situation, but yeah, no, Alana met a lot, a lot of guys. Lot I, of guys. I honestly, they all probably had the like five same names. So I couldn't, but I, a lot the, of Matt's, a lot of John's, a lot of John's, a lot, lot of, of a lot of J names. J names, for it's all sure. The J names. A lot of Ben's. Ben's. Oh my God, at one Alana point, this is so funny. That's I, true. I remember, and I probably can find a screenshot of it, but I was talking to my friend Sophia on like G chat when I was at work once. And as a joke, she said, kill, fuck, marry, Ben, Ben, and Ben. Because there were literally three, <laughs> three Ben's at the same time. There were. And I like, I can think of the Ben's. There, no, there would be times where Alana would be like, oh, what do you think? And I'd be like, wait, which guy are yeah. we talking about? And it wasn't, I'm not saying this in a like, you know, she was like really in it with all the, but it was just like she would go on dates. So yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, if you're, you've given up on it, I am still working on taking Alana's advice not to. So, but I feel you. It's hard. I get, and, and listen, like I gave up on it many times yeah. too. Like the number of times, I can't even tell you how many times I thought I'm literally never going to find love. Like I'm just going to keep getting hurt or apparently right. everyone else can be in a relationship, but I can't like, what's wrong with me? Like I thought these things so many times. And I think 
the most important thing to remember is like all it takes is one. Yeah. And I, I mean, I still like, obviously like I always think when people are saying that they're sitting from the perspective of the after and totally. I know that's true. And I'm also like, okay, but where is the one and does yeah. this one exist? And, you know, for me, it's been just like trying to build up like the other aspects of my life. It doesn't mean that I don't feel like something's missing, but I don't feel like it's the only thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, just hang in there. And then if you need a break from it, like take, take one. I Absolutely. mean, you're not going to, you're not going to be in a place where you're going to even be open to like actually meeting the right person if you're really like frustrated with the situation. Yeah. And I think what you said is, is exactly right. Like building up your life. And, you know, I think there were a lot of times in the past where I met people who maybe it could have worked out with, but honestly, like I had all of my eggs in the, I want to meet somebody basket. Yeah. And I didn't give a shit what was going on in the rest of my life. I guess I worked, I cared about my job. I cared about my friends and stuff, but like, I just wanted to be in a relationship so badly that I wasn't focusing on, you know, being my best self outside of that and having my shit together and building the life for myself that I wanted. And I think like Jake and I always talk about timing and we think that had we met six, nine months earlier, like we wouldn't have ended up being together. And like, we really just met in this place and time where we both actually were really ready. Yeah. Yeah. No timing definitely matters. Yeah. Has Alana always taken her own dating advice? If you have stories, please share. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> oh my God. Never. Every time. All right. You have to understand what it's like to have your childhood best friend. Like Alana is my best friend of since we were literally in fourth grade. So I've seen her through all of these things. And you could ask me, you could ask my sister who knows her really well. We it's so hard for us to process Alana's career because we're like, wait, Alana's like the worst dater ever. And now she's like giving this advice to people that she 100% did not take ever. I wish I did. Yeah, no. So it's, it's so funny because, um, no, I'm like, I stories. I mean, all of them, <laughs> all of them, um, Basically, I mean, I think part of what makes her content relatable is the fact that you know the advice that you didn't take or the yeah. things that you did that you're like, okay, maybe if I hadn't, things would have been better. So it's not like, I don't think your content comes out of a place of like, oh, like I've dated so well and like, let me share my tips with people. It's like, no, I've dated so badly. Here are all the mistakes <laughs> All I of made the mistakes and, and make them into like advice, you know, so that people either like catch on to that tendency earlier or like in the moment. So they don't make the, those mistakes. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I think the number one would just be like some of the guys that Alana was interested in were highly questionable characters from my <laughs> perspective. And in hindsight, I can confirm that. <laughs> um, most embarrassing date story so I have, I don't know what yours is going to be. Um, and, and there is similar to a question of what was her first date like? Um, I think these go hand in hand. My first actual dating app date. And I don't even know if you know the story, but it was this guy I met on an app and it was a summer. I was interning after I graduated college in the city and I wasn't living in the city yet, but occasionally I'd stay at a friend's apartment like once a week. And so I set up this 
date with this guy whose name was in fact Matt and had to have my first date be with a Matt. Um, and we get to the date and he's like a year or two older. So he's like live, been living in the city and existing in the world of modern dating. And I get there and I go, so is this your first time doing this? (laughs) And he's like, doing what? I'm like going on a date from a dating app. And he looked at me like I had 10 heads and was like, no, is it your first time? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then I literally made us cheers to my first dating app date. Oh my God. That's the most Alana thing ever, honestly. <laughs> I can imagine you being like, well, cheers to it. <laughs> so that's my. I don't, th- I don't first think date. that's terrible, though, because when you're not it's in like, the world, it, you like innocent. don't know. It's, it's innocent. so innocent. It's like a sweet first real date story. I mean, I think. Wait, so is it is it worst or like most embarrassing? I well, I think the most embarrassing for from Well, Alana for you? I I think this this unfortunately spans like multiple dates, but like it's it's not embarrassing. It's just that you would go on these first dates that would last like 6 hours and you would like be like oh my God, we had the most amazing conversation, which, you know, I think that's powerful if it happens like one Once, time, but yeah. this was like all of Alana's dates. And I was like, okay, we need you to just go on a first date where you really just like are with a person for a few hours and you're like, okay, like I'd like to spend more time with them again. Because then I think that's actually how people got like hyped up and built up in your yeah. mind through these five hours, six hour interactions. I wonder what those guys thought of those dates. I know, because to be fair... I mean, they were doing it too. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I think. But I imagine for them, it wasn't a weekly occurrence. Like, you're like, wow, I ended up on this really long date with this girl. Instead of like, oh my God, it was another like magical six hour long date. Yeah, it's more just like, oh, it was a really long date. And I mean, I think like, obviously it doesn't go that long if they're having like a bad time. But I think, yeah, it wasn't as powerful and I think that's what ended up making some of those like shorter lived things more hurtful because it's like you you feel like oh I literally got to know their soul in this first yeah. date I mean but look like we've all had I mean mine would be and Alana knows this because I'm pretty sure I went to her like right after I went on a date with a guy and it wasn't like it was fine in the beginning but I just hadn't eaten that day um honestly not like a huge drinker and I had a very strong one or two I don't remember and I think I was nervous because it had been a while since I'd gone on a dating app date and I just like literally spilled my life story to this man and we've all been there I just and I was so embarrassed and I actually and I kind of regret this because I actually don't think he was that nice about it in retrospect I texted him after and I was like oh I'm like so sorry blah 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 like sorry for doing that basically and he just goes yeah that was a lot and I'm like now that I think about it like that was so mean that's a horrible thing to and the other thing that concerned me at the time of course like um Jewish geography yep mutual friends mutual friends um and I was just like great like because there honestly were things I told him that it's not even so much that they're embarrassing but they were personal and I was like I don't want, I, so that's why I said it to him. I was like, I'm really sorry I told you that. Could you just like keep it between us? And he was like, yeah, of course. But like, yeah, that was a lot. I'm just like, did you need to say that? Like, obviously I know that. I wasn't like, let's go out again. Right, like you're aware. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I mean, look, not 
my <laughs> best date. But also the way you respond to people matters. Like obviously like if a person's saying something like that to you, they recognize it and you don't need to be mean. Yeah. Be nice. We're all trying our best. Yeah. Like a bad date. When you go on a bad date with someone like we don't know that that's what they're like 24 seven. Like I've had people act weird and I'm just like, okay, but like uh, give someone a break. Like maybe, maybe they just like had an off day or whatever. Yeah. Christina, there's so much more we could talk about. We're going to have to do a part two. Part two for sure. I have more, I have more dirt. I, I, I don't, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot, obviously so many years, so many stories, so many, too many, but Stay tuned. We will absolutely do a part two of this. Thank you so much for being here. Thank of you for course. not going too hard on me. This was more, this was less painful than I thought it would be. I was really gentle. I was, you were very I was, gentle, I and I really gentle. appreciate it. I, I'm, I'm in a mood where I need gentleness and to be a little coddled <laughs> and, and cared but, for. But part two, give yeah. us crazy questions because I'll, uh, oh I'll go in on her. <laughs> All right, I'll post the question box on the story. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Don't forget if you have not followed or subscribed or given a five-star rating and review please 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 do that it means the world and it really helps when i am trying to pitch two brands for sponsorship so that i can you know continue having a roof over my head and getting toys and treats for barkley because he loves that so much and he is my little fluffball of love and joy don't know where i'm going on with this but thank you guys so much for tuning in and i will see you next time